Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier. And I'm Tejinder Singh. Hello, hello. So the movie we watched was Wolfwalkers. It is an Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus original movie. Um, Apparently it's part of a trilogy although the, the movies have nothing to do with each other. Um, yeah. But it's a part of a trilogy from an animation studio. Um, the other movie they made was Song of the Sea. That was pretty popular. Um, essentially, it's just, it's a movie about people who, uh, the English are settling Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they are colonizing Ireland. And while they are chopping away at the woods, naturally, there are some forces in the woods that would oppose them. The, the forces being wolves and these people called wolf walkers who um, can talk to wolves and turn into wolves when they fall asleep. Yeah, they're like kind of like um, weird Irish specific werewolves, but yes. like, not like normal werewolves. Not, not normal werewolves. You know, when they, when they are awake, they are normal people that can still talk to wolves just are not wolves yeah um and other animals apparently oh yes yeah yeah i didn't know that until the bird conversation happened yeah <laughs> um overall very good movie and it's you know it's a classic story of i don't, I don't really want to say industrialization but i guess that's kind of what it's like industrialization versus nature or colonization versus the natural order um yeah yeah, it? it's it. The whole thing is, ba- I think all three movies are like thematically related because they're all about some aspect of Irish folklore. Um, and this one, yeah, I think, uh, like industrialization or the encroachment of society on nature's like the the big theme of this one, and probably the big theme of the other ones too. But I haven't seen the other ones. Yeah, um, and since we have watched this one, I have added the other ones to my list, so it will be watched at some point on this on this podcast. They have nothing to really do with each other, so I don't think watching them out of order will matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, because this is the last one in the trilogy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you know, overall, awesome movie. I thought, in my opinion, I loved it. Uh, it was it was um hand-drawn animation style and mm-hmm. it was just beautiful I, I i loved every scene um specifically the the part where our main character our main protagonist turns into a wolf and she starts to see through the eyes eyes of a wolf the animation there is just absolutely stellar when she she's learning like that she doesn't really need her eyes to see because her sense of smell and her sense of hearing is so good. And so it's painting these different kinds of pictures of the world around her that she wouldn't normally see. Um, yeah, it, 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 was yeah awesome. it was really good. It was really good. I think it looked really good because it was like, um, I think it, it felt like it was a storyboard that was animated, which I guess like all storyboards in animated movies are animated, but like you can oh, still so see the like, movie making process. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> But like this, like you could still see like, oh, okay, that's just the, that's literally just the background from the storyboard, but it like didn't feel out of place. Um, A lot of the animations, like you could still see 
like line work um, that under others, like in other things would have been erased, but like it was stylistically left in here. And it just, I just added to the experience. I mean, granted, I will say, I think this movie is definitely aimed towards a much younger audience. Um, for, for sure. Um, you know, something I want to touch on in the story section, but we can just bring it up. Uh, when the wolves do fight the humans, um, it's not, it doesn't go how you would think. The wolves just kind of jump on top of the humans and it's like Super Mario and then they're just done. There's, yeah. no, there's no wolves like tearing people apart. <laughs> but like, it's kind of like, but it's kind of implied. Yeah, I think it's implied that those people are now dead. But yeah. it's just they died from being jumped on. But it's weird because like one of the characters is like a I don't know, like an eight to ten year old girl or something, right? Yeah. And who's like now becomes a wolf and starts also murdering like soldiers as a wolf. And it's like, wow, she really she really stepped up, didn't she? Yeah, I, I was definitely thinking that too because she, she just went for it. She was jumping on top of guys, aka murdering them. And I think there was only like one actual, like you could only see blood once in the entire movie. And it was when the dad got the scar on his face. Yeah. Because everything else was just like like black veins or whatever, where there would actually be open wounds and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which yeah, is fine. It's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. You, you have to... Um have some acceptance for those kinds of things i feel like yeah it didn't feel out of place it didn't feel like you know this is like this is stupid like the people that were supposed to be dead they died like they didn't just like oh okay they're better now at the end like they just didn't show them being ripped apart by wolves which is would have been excessive for a children's movie yeah yeah you know just like take five minutes out of your children's movie to show some dude being mauled by wolves yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be Don't a creative choice. They need to learn it at some point, I guess. Yeah. Um, and speaking of learning, you know, I, I think this movie does have some really cool lessons um, for children that would be watching. These are lessons that I hope that you and I have already learned, but they, they are cool lessons. Like, um, you know, it's okay to be different. And also, women are able to do things. Yeah, but then there's like other lessons where it's like if you're a child and there are wolves outside, you should probably listen to your dad. I feel like that's a that's a slippery slope <laughs> here. Um, okay, a lot of the conflicts, a, <laughs> a lot of the conflicts that came about on this movie is because a child won't listen to a very reasonable request from her from her loving father. Her loving father, who by the way is voice acted by Sean Bean, and Spoiler alert. This is a real spoiler. Sean Bean did not die in the making of this movie. Or in the movie. Or in, or in the, the movie. movie. Like I don't think he's died in the die. making of any of his movies, but... <laughs> we can't prove that either. The, the ghost of Sean Bean has been <laughs> making movies for 20 years. Um, they play him up because, like, when I, I knew going in that it was Sean Bean, that was one of the things that I like that drew me into the movie before we watched it. But they knowing it was Sean Bean and then like some of the things that he says and some of the things that happened in the early story, and I was like, oh my God, they're gonna kill Sean Bean so early. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, Honestly, uh, a little disappointed. 
there are two parents that you really are concerned with in this movie the the mother of the uh, wild child the uh, wolf walker child what's her mabe mabe i think it's, yeah it's like mabe or it's m-e-b-h yeah i think it's pronounced mabe yeah i think it's mabe um so mabe's mom who's permanently asleep because she got caught in her wolf form um and then there is uh the I forget his name, um, but oh, Robin. Rob, Robin. Well, that Robin's the the Robin's the, the little girl. But, um, Sean Bean's character's name is Bill. 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 Hello. So our main character, Robin, her dad is Sean Bean, um, and he is a hunter who has been brought to this village that is plagued by wolves. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's a new colony, and he's been brought there with the express purpose to re- remove all the wolves from the forest surrounding. Um, and he's not very good at his job. It, I don't yeah. see him catch a single wolf. Um, I don't think except- he's very good at his job here. Like, in yeah. Ireland. I think it's implied <laughs> yeah. that, like, he knows what he's doing. It's just because these are magic wolves. Yeah, he is always just like, these wolves are really smart. Yeah. Like, they're, they're like, triggering the trap intentionally before so that they don't get trapped yeah and i think they're him his daughter and then the the lord protector that's like the mayor or whatever of the town or the city that they're in are the only three english people in the in the story everyone else is everyone else is irish yeah i got i got that feeling too from all those kids uh there's a bunch of kids that pick on the main character at one point because she's british because she's british yeah interesting interesting note uh because i looked it up um they made sure to go through here and like the the people that are playing english actors they picked or english characters they picked english actors and then all the irish people are played by irish actors which is just not something that happens as much as it should i think yeah i think i think that's a cool shift that we're seeing happen um uh, i think we're going to see it much more across the board with just how the world is moving yeah um hopefully we won't have any more jake gyllenhaals as the prince of persia or what's a what's another good example oh i uh, love Scarlett jake gyllenhaal terrible terrible that he was in that movie yeah no I, jake gyllenhaal is a fantastic actor <laughs> yeah granted i think like technically iranian people are like white or something by some stupid standards i don't know but still he's very swedish didn't make sense yeah, you know, look at the original video game design for the character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But, um, no, but here, here was good. I can't wait until next year when we find out that they recasted the voice of T'Challa with Chris Pratt or whatever. <laughs> it's Did just, everything now. It's just a CG of the original actor, um, yeah. Chadwick Boseman. But and, Chris Pratt with, with, Chris, voice. with Chris Pratt's voice. He's not he's not like doing an accent or anything. It's no, just his voice. It's just his voice. <laughs> Which apparently that's what they're doing with the Mario movie. I Appar- oh yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I'm not doing an Italian accent. It's like, but the character. The character. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of prefer that he's not doing an Italian accent because I can only imagine what Chris Pratt's Italian accent would be. I mean, the, the basic solution really is uh Chris Pratt should not have ever been uh, cast in that role. Yeah. I think, did they get Charlie Day as Luigi? Oh, wow. 
I mean, I love Charlie Day, but I still sense. that still doesn't feel right to me. I mean, none of it feels right, but it's also a Japanese property. Yeah. Has stereotypically sounding Italian people in it. So like it's kind of a pitfall from the beginning. That's true. Mario is a gray area, moral yeah. gray area. But this movie, they didn't do that. They they, <laughs> they, they, they found the that. right they found the right people. Yeah, and they I found think, the right people. I think I mean I haven't heard of most of these actors. No. Um only Sean. Mo- like yeah, only Sean Bean and the 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 woman who played um the mom, Maria Kennedy. Mm. Um I've seen her in a couple things, but she's like she's more of a like a British actor. She because she was in Tudors and Downton Abbey, but not as famous as far as I'm aware as Sean Bean. So he's really the A-list here. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the budget went to animation and Sean Bean, and everyone else got the rest. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> else, everyone else got to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, they got a firm handshake. They got a firm handshake from Sean Bean. <laughs> part of his contract. Yeah. Um, so the story overall, it's pretty much wild girl, town girl, and they, they find a happy middle place with each other because yeah. the uh, wild girl is like, oh, you're a townie and why would I ever like you? But then she turns around on that within 10 minutes. Um, yeah, very quickly. Maybe within five. Uh, it was a very quick turnaround. <laughs> they only had an hour and 44 minutes. Oh, they had to get to the better parts of the story. Yeah, they couldn't have all this conflict with like these two little girls, I guess. Yeah. I thought this was a really good movie, but I think it would I think this would have done really well as a like an like a cartoon like TV show. Like separated into a couple of parts. Yeah, to just like expand on a couple of things, but I guess it might get boring if some things were too fleshed out yeah um i think that's where my opinion would land i think it would get boring um i mean this turned into a 10 episode thing let's say 30 minutes we're looking at what what five hours yeah that that would be a lot i feel like for uh i mean so i'm not i'm not an anime guy so anime people are able to sit and just watch like a cartoon show for like um their entire life pretty much yeah i think uh, one piece has been going on for like 40 <laughs> years or something it's got like ten thousand episodes i yeah no something like that because i i literally drove by a billboard not too long ago here in los angeles and it mm-hmm. it said something it was like there's going to be a big premiere at a theater for one pieces like ten thousandth episode and i was like what in the world i don't think it's actually ten thousand no, but it is it's, something it's, ridiculous it's like one thousand it's like in the thousands it's so much so that if you haven't already, if you're not already watching One Piece, which I'm not, you're, there's no reason for you to ever start. Also, imagine that sunk cost on that. Like, you started this show many years ago. And you're like, oh, this is a fun show. And now all these years later, you're just like, I, I just have to keep going. I've spent so much of my life watching at this point. <laughs> I just looked it up. 1,011 episodes. That's just too much. That's so much. many episodes <laughs> since 1999. Can you imagine like being born and like a cartoon has just been on your entire life? I guess that's what The Simpsons yeah, is, but I was going still, back to say you know what? Never mind. <laughs> the Simpsons have been on, I think, our entire life. God, I wonder how many Simpsons episodes there are. 
Oh my god. Uh, yeah, look it up. Look it up. Yeah. But I don't know. What did what did you think of of the like the overall story? Because I think it was a little I think it was a little kidsy at times. Like I'm not gonna say Disney, but like No. It, it wasn't was a, it was a it was definitely a children's movie. It was I would not go as far to say Disney. Definitely not. But it it was definitely a children's movie, but it was just a different feeling children's movie than I uh, than what I've seen in a while. Um I feel like I love Pixar, don't get me wrong, but I feel like with Pixar, you're usually left with a lot of the same emotions from their movies. A lot of similar emotions. Yeah. This this was something that, the story that I felt I hadn't seen before, this was, it made me feel things I I hadn't felt before um, for, um, you know, I was very worried about Sean Bean for most of the movie. um, (laughs) And I was worried about him dying most of the movie and there's all these instances i was like oh, i was just calling it out the entire time i was like and this is where he dies oh here I think it comes. It on <laughs> yeah probably they're like everyone's gonna be waiting for it because there's a big there's a big climactic fight at the end and you're just like okay well sean bean's dying yeah at this and then he just doesn't you're like oh okay yeah <laughs> i guess i'm the idiot and so at the climactic fight um just before it there's a lot to this story, honestly. Everyone should really go watch it. Um, it's a fantastic movie. There's a lot of points, but so there is a point where um, the mother character, the mother of the wild child, um, in wolf form, is let free. Um, oh no, sorry. She's being tamed and she breaks out of her chains and bites the father. Yeah. which is a, a pivotal point um and that's how that's how they become yeah. wolf walkers through bites like werewolves like werewolves just different rules yes yeah. slightly um and so later on he without falling asleep it kind of breaks the rules a little bit i felt like but he just like gets really angry and turns into a wolf um because he sees his daughter is about to be completely massacred by an axe or sword he's about she's about to be chopped up in wolf form and if you die in wolf form you die in real life i yeah maybe i think so it's it's unclear because like the wolves are not like it's not like they're literally turning into wolves it's like they go to sleep and then like a spirit wolf becomes corporeal or something because like their their sleeping body is still there yeah some of the rules are a little iffy because you know when the dad in the climactic fight he's in wolf form he's fighting the big baddie um and he takes a cut on the face and it shows the cut appears on his human face yeah um so that leads me to believe you know you get shot in the heart as a werewolf you're donezo yeah but like but there's so many that- instances where like the wolves are just taking <laughs> ridiculous damage and you're just like Okay, well, no, no, eleven-year-old child will survive a fall out of a castle window. But yet, but yet, like I said, it's a children's <laughs> movie, so yeah. it doesn't have to make sense. Uh, yeah, pretty much, you can always just be like, "But magic." There's a there's literally a scene where the 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 father in his big wolf form is biting into the breastplate of the bad guy like literally 
biting into this iron or steel breastplate. And it's like, well, there's no way a wolf could do that. But then you see these little like things of magic and you're like, oh, okay, but magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they probably did that on purpose. They're like, no one's going to buy him biting through this. They, they added that in they, post. They added a little, <laughs> little post sparkle. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I really liked, I, I already said I liked um, the first scene of her, of a main character becoming a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like within that scene, I really like um, her having to kind of sneak her way back into the um, into the castle, into the fort where they live, the town mm-hmm. that's walled up. Um, she's sneaking her way back in and gets caught, not caught, but she gets seen. Mm-hmm. And because she gets seen, it just sets into motion the rest of the events of the movie, mm-hmm. um, where the town is like, we're going to murder this giant wolf that we have um, caught up. The, the leader is going to take a sword and kill this giant wolf, which is, of course, Mama Wolf. Mama, Mama Wolf about to get it. Um, and she only about to get it because everyone was afraid of seeing a wolf in town, which is our main character. So... Yeah, the the main bad guy's like plan it, it doesn't make sense sometimes because it's like he already had the wolf caged and like he was gonna show the people that they could be tamed. Um, but then she ends up not being tamed. So rather than just like killing her on the spot, which a reasonable person would do. He just like tells other people to do it while he takes care of other things. But like, what was his plan if that big wolf like had like it had worked out? Like all the other wolves still exist. Yeah, and you know, uh, so I have written here uh, the weakest point of the story, or or the whole movie really. I thought was the villain motivation. Um, yeah, his motivation is just was- Jesus. Yeah, it was just Jesus and pretty much a manifest destiny, which I guess, you know, there were people like that. They were all like, I'm going to manifest my destiny and shit. But um, yeah, he doesn't have, like, he wants to burn the whole forest to get rid of the wolves. But like, then you're just left with like a barren wasteland that you're living next to. And I'm pretty sure your people have been hunting and like foraging probably in yeah. this area. <laughs> Well, like there's farmers, like yeah, yeah. I guess there are farmers, but I don't know, dude. It was just, the whole plan did not seem very well thought out. No, and they're burning down the forest with, with like a cannon. Yeah. The most inefficient way to burn <laughs> down a forest, but. Well, no, that you know, a bunch of the guys have torches. Let's be fair; there are torches okay. involved. Okay, but, fair. But a bunch of guys carrying torches. Unless you're living in California, I don't think you're going to catch up. Like, living in Ireland, a wet place like that, I don't think you're going to be able to catch an entire forest on fire. But, you know, who knows? Uh, I've never tried to burn a forest down personally. Allegedly. (laughs) I'll never admit it. Um, Um, But the the movie does have a happy ending, though. Um, Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, I like sad ending, but it's nice when you get a surprise happy ending because this entire movie i was like one of these parents are going to die die (laughs) like it has to happen it's 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 terrible but i was just like this is a children's movie a parent's probably gonna die (laughs) yeah 
but no uh, happy ending everyone that like even if you count like the soldiers that may have died off screen um the only person that you're for sure is dead is the main bad guy um everyone else things worked out even though when you remember how ireland is now you know like this is the most catholic place and the most protestant place in the world like uh, i guess the <laughs> yeah so i guess things didn't work out for the wolf walkers yeah the, the ending is shows the wolf walker uh mama and her daughter and the main character and her dad um the two girls they're pretty much sisters now and they're all, they're a big wolf uh, wolf walker family and they have a, their pack of wolves riding around with them they're riding their carriage to god knows where um but yeah the, that that part of the ending i'm just like but like how long were you able to survive like that like how yeah. how, how long before they expanded <laughs> yeah because like the british kept coming yeah they, they did this not like, stop. I, this, <laughs> I looked it up this is set in like 1650 like they didn't they didn't stop also this is based this the town is real oh yeah yeah kilkenny Oh, actually, no, I did read something about that. Kilkenny is actually where the um, the animation studio is based off of that island. Oh, really? And so they've decided to base it there, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. a little, little, uh, little Easter egg for you there. Yeah. Um, the CEO yeah. for the production company is also one of the voice actors. Really? Yeah, he does one of the, he's one of the sheep farmers, Paul Young. Uh, that's cool. Oh, uh, someone that we should talk about. A character that I deeply enjoyed was um, this guy who gets attacked by wolves um, towards the beginning, and then he gets healed by the wolf walkers. The the woodcutter, right? The the woodcutter. He's he's cutting yeah. wood, and you know naturally the wolves didn't like that, and they attack him. Um, he gets healed up, and so the rest of the movie he's kind of like a wolf walker advocate. I would say um, wolf walker apologist yeah uh, yeah definitely <laughs> and he he's a race just, trader i just find that i found his character to be very funny and he was like in he was in the stocks for like most of the movie and so the, our, the little girl main character will every once in a while will just stop by and feed him food which i was yeah. just like wait do they not feel feed people in the stocks do they just let them starve to death but whatever anyway i his character I thought it was just hilarious. I don't know about you, but uh, he made me laugh I, I, I did like times. him. <laughs> I did like him, and I thought it was funny that almost the entire movie he was just in the stocks. So he's <laughs> he was giving like exposition and dialogue from the stockades. Yeah, <laughs> and at one point, like the, the little girl uh, Robin is talking to him, and it's pouring down rain, and the dad like comes out, and the door mm. is the door to their house is very close to where the stockade is, and he comes out, and he's just like, "Hey, what are you doing?" get inside it's like yeah like why why would you want one your little girl standing in the rain one mm -hmm. talking to a dude who's in the stockade so he must be a criminal so this little girl's just talking to a criminal and i thought that whole scene was hilarious <laughs> although i i did some i did some very very rudimentary like research into a lot of these voice actors yeah um the guy who plays that woodcutter may not be that great oh no why he's got a lot he's a comedian he's got a lot of controversies i didn't look too deeply into it so i might be like 
Oh, what's not, I might not be seeing everything. Uh, Tommy uh, Tiernan. Um, a lot of maybe anti-Semitism. Oh. Maybe some some off-color jokes about Down syndrome. Ah, oh, he is an Irish comedian. Okay, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I feel like the Irish and sometimes the Scottish have a. Uh, a darker sense of humor than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I'm not going to judge the guy because I have no, I don't, I didn't look into these controversies that that deeply, but like, ooh. Yeah, that's rough. Okay. Um, <laughs> I take back everything I said no. about that character. <laughs> you thought, like, you think we would like have noticed when he was in the, in the stocks, but like, man, those wolf walkers, almost as bad as the Jews. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess there were clues looking back, but no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, interesting character because he's super pro Wolf Walkers, but also like big fan of St. Patrick. Big fan. So it's like pick a lane, dog. Yeah, he, he was like, I believe in manifest destiny, but like the wolves are okay in my book. But the two, those two ideas don't exactly, you know, jive well together. No, no. Let's see. Oh yeah, and then, you know it was also a great story of um, of females really taking the lead in this story. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the the dudes were either the villains or holding back the main character. Which you know, as we covered, the dad was being a good dad, mm -hmm. but in the context of the story, he was holding back the character. He was yeah. he was like her. Uh, stepping stone that she was tripping on yeah but like as i said because of how young she is like oh, no he's completely right he has he's <laughs> so justified everything he's doing almost everything he's doing super super justified except for like later towards the end of the movie where he starts seeing magic shit happen but he still decides to just be like a total like no we gotta we gotta just listen and follow orders like okay dude like you just saw magic wolf shit going on like how about you how about you be like you know what maybe she's onto something at that point yeah you know it's it's that constant thing that's always in movies uh, the kids very easily believe the magic and then the adults are always like no the world is how it is except for the anti-semitic woodcutter yeah no He's the only one that's able to see a little bit of magic in this world. <laughs> it's like Walt Disney. Oh, no. Cut it, cut it. You always forget Walt Disney was like that. But when you're I, watching I, those movies, I feel like. I read a lot of things. Uh, he might not have been. He might actually have not have been. Because I, I guess he had a, like a lot of Jewish... Um, people that worked with him that said a lot of nice things about him and they were like we we worked with him for years and he never treated us any differently so i mean the majority of cartoonists animators and all that shit were were jewish people like back yeah. in the day i mean um i remember watching a thing about marvel uh when it was first starting it was like you know one floor in a building and yeah. just all these young jewish dudes <laughs> i think Walt Disney made some very poor choices, like letting Nazi propagandists tour 
uh, buildings that he owned. However, I think he was no more, he was potentially no more anti-Semitic than literally anyone else in America was at that time. Including, that was Jewish. Including Henry Ford. Well. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know Henry. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's, I, I can't speak highly enough of this movie. I, I was really impressed just mostly with the animation voice acting is good story is solid kids mm-hmm. kids story but the animation was the thing that freaking blew my socks off it, uh, it, it won a bunch of awards didn't it uh so it was nominated for best anime feature uh last year let me look i don't believe it won though because pixar has like a stranglehold on the oscars but it did i think it did it won um let me look Maybe satellite won. award for best animated or mixed media feature and five Annie Awards, including best actor, best director. I mean, oh, that's awesome. So it won a bunch of like smaller awards by yeah. comparison to like the BAFTAs and the Academy Awards. Yeah, but New York Film Critics Circle Award for best anime feature. Uh, yeah, I want to see who they lost to though. A lot of the all, I think all three of the movies in this like loose trilogy have all been very, very well received. Um, so if you're, if you like one, you probably will like the others because I, it, it seems like the quality doesn't, uh, doesn't change between the movies. They're all, they're, they're all conceived as really good, allegedly. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, um, I've only put Song of the Sea on the list, but I'm going to look up the other one and add it to, to yeah, our list. Called, like, Secret of, Kel or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. I was reading about it earlier. Oh, so it lost. This movie lost to Soul, which was good. Yeah, it was very good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, if I liked it more than this one though. No, you know what? Yeah, but it's apples and oranges, kind of. I feel like. Yeah, they're they're very very <laughs> different. They're very different movies. So, like, I think it's. It's like, I don't know, it, I, I think animated movies kind of get pigeonholed because like in, if you were in some other category, if it was like live action, this would not be up against like a, like a feel good movie or something. You know what I mean, like they wouldn't be up against a comedy or something like that. But animated movies, all of them get judged at the same time rather than each of them having their own like little little separate categories. Yeah, it's literally what animated shorts and animated feature. You get two categories. Yeah, that's 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 it, and it doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter what your story is if you're animated, and you're of a certain length. Well, good yeah. luck. <laughs> but yeah. I hope you had. I hope you had money. Yeah, people that did. <laughs> Literally. So uh, I remember back in college, we used to uh, get have these little worksheets for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And this dude would always bet on like DreamWorks movies to win. And I would always bet on Pixar movies to win. And guess what? It's I was Pixar. It was always Pixar. Like he was always just like, how do Train Your Dragons gonna win this year, bro? And I'm just like, dude, it's up against like, I don't know, Inside Out or something. <laughs> I like I like DreamWorks movies better. So maybe a controversial opinion. I like DreamWorks movies better. That is a controversial opinion as hell. Dude. Pixar movies are all still great, 
they have a good DreamWorks movie. They've gotten mad formulaic since being bought by Disney, though. But yeah, but I think everything has. Mm. Um, that's being bought by Disney. <laughs> yeah, but like, and 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 Disney's, um, you know, in their defense, not that you know anyone needs to ever defend Disney, but like, it's working for them. I like they're making. Most, I like most of what they put out. <laughs> yeah, they're making billions of dollars. So, like, why would they ever change up the formula until it stopped working? So, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, if it ain't broke. Yeah, every so often they'll take a risk. Maybe they'll put a minority in a movie. <laughs> yeah, Maybe two. No. Let's, <laughs> let's not get crazy. <laughs> yeah. But this this was good because. Um, this movie, I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about Irish folklore. Um, I think it's a very, I think it's a very like referenced thing. Like a lot of things we don't realize are Irish folklore come from Irish folklore, but like ultimately, it's a very underutilized thing. Like it's no one ever dives too deep in it. They'll take like one or two things from it, um, like pixies or. These, these weird <laughs> or leprechauns yeah they'll take like a couple of things but they'll never like base their entire thing around it which is yeah. which is always nice to see yeah and that uh really gives me a reason to look forward to the uh other two movies in this series um mm-hmm. because uh, yeah they're all they're all supposed to be based on irish folklore which um you know, you know like like you said it's a cool thing that doesn't get delved into very much and you probably are not, but I am a pretty big fan of uh, Irish folk music, and some of those some of those songs they, they like to tell the stories, you know, their old stories, and uh, so uh, I found found this kind of stuff to be very cool. I'm not not a fan of Irish folk music. I just don't think I've ever listened to it. Well, I'll send I'll send you some some good links. Some I Irish like a lot. I mean, hymns. There's a lot of. Uh... Yeah, what country like scandinavian uh folk music and like the witcher games and those series and i'm assuming it's it's in that same kind of vein so I, i'll probably like it i like that a similar vein i actually so the closest thing to it really because a lot of um a lot of pirates were english and irishmen because you know a lot of poor people went to be pirates and the irish mm. were poor for a long long time um so the songs that you hear like the the assassin's creed black flag the the shanties Mm -hmm. those are what they are more similar to because it's like oh really it's like it's like a pub song like everyone kind of joins in yeah Mm -hmm. different people have their parts um yeah i'll I'll send you some links dude yeah send me some (laughs) i always like I'm a very jack of all trades type of person when it comes to music. Like, I don't think anyone who's only listening to one type of music is really, I think they're really limiting themselves. 100%. Um, I I pride myself on my eclectic taste. Um, At some point, if I have more time or the passion to do so, I really want to have, I talked to you about this. I want to do a podcast about comedy music. Yeah, so specific. Very specific. Um, I'll have... You know, my mom will probably still listen, so that's good. Just, um, just you're talking about <laughs> Weird Al and that one, or that, and those, what, half a year of Donald Glover. I don't even know, dude. 
<laughs> Tommy music goes back a long way, guys, but we're not going to get into it here. Yeah. Uh, but so overall, favorite overall, part, favorite part yeah. of the film, what will you say it is? I've already what said mine my, twice. So I think my favorite part of the film was anytime, and this is this is kind of like a broad thing. Anytime they're in this, there there's like a cave um, that all the wolves go to. And anytime they're in the cave, they're always doing like this weird magic stuff. And it's just like lights everything up. There's like all these paintings and runes on the wall. And it just looks so pretty. Um, and they, they do it, especially at the end. And it just kind of like the camera kind of like zooms out, so to speak, to like give you a broad view of the room. And it just it looks so nice. Um, so yeah, I that, think that. That part's awesome. Yeah, I love seeing it because, you know, it's all these uh, inscriptions and then they light up and it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous yeah. how they do it. Um, and I've already said mine. It's just when she turns into the wolf for the first time. Mm-hmm. I, I love all the all the parts when they are wolves um, and you get to see from their POV. Awesome. I loved it. Um, definitely recommend this movie. How about you, Teach? I would recommend this movie. I think if you're if you're younger or you have children you might like it more if you're not someone who likes more children children-y focused things you might find this too cutesy and boring but i think it's a good movie and i think it deserves the rewards and the nominations that it received 100 probably deserved a couple more yeah (laughs) i think if I think, and this is not to, this is not like a dig at any of the other actors and actresses that were in it, but I think if they had more like big name people, they might've gotten more recognition. Um, And I think that's just unfair because I think everyone did a good job. Well, and another part of it is that it only premiered on Apple TV plus, which there there are not a lot of people that have Apple TV Plus. Like most people, like they have it just so they can watch Ted Lasso. That's fair. Don't they feature a lot of these movies at like film festivals and stuff like that? Even if it's going to premiere somewhere, like they they oh yeah they branch them out. Yeah, yeah. They they still like, they still have reach. They um, yeah. every film goes through the festival circuit. Uh, yeah. I assume. Um, but it's just you know, for for general audience distribution. You know, Apple TV Plus is not the biggest streaming option that you could have gone with, but at least yeah, whatever, whatever gets it out there. Honestly, as long as the story gets out there, yeah, I wouldn't have heard of it if it, if you hadn't found it. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, LA, for putting up billboards. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild that they had billboards. Yeah. No. So I didn't know you. I didn't know they had that. LA is different, man. Uh, uh, LA. So I lived in the Bay Area before LA, yeah. and they always had billboards for like Apple and Google, just all tech billboards. Down here mm-hmm. in LA, obviously a different industry. It is all, all entertainment billboards. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, you, I'll see a thing for like a little documentary that's coming out on Hulu. Sometimes you just see one billboard, or sometimes it's a whole campaign. So you'll see like. 15 billboards for this one thing mm-hmm. but there are a lot of billboards in LA <laughs> so I, I'm always seeing uh new shows that are being dropped and advertised oh yeah we Hell don't have yeah. that here yeah uh what would Jesus do and Trump flags 
Yeah. So who would different have thought, part of the world? Who would have thought that West Virginia would be so different? Yeah. From Los <laughs> Angeles. Wow. Oh, man, at least at least when I turn on the water, I don't have to be scared about not having it later. What? Your entire water. your entire state goes through a drought every uh, two days. No, no, it's every like two years because we'll have yeah, a okay. wet year and then we'll have a dry year. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, and then when you're not on fire, you're just worrying about when you're next going to be on fire. Yeah, dude, and <laughs> it's it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you nimble. It keeps you young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those all those palm trees are probably a great idea. Great, great idea. <laughs> So, this has been another episode of That Cartoon Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights. If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah.